0: So how does this work? When you have an idea and you're passionate about it and you wanna build a business and you realize, okay, I need to create a pitch and start talking to investors because that's the only way this is gonna happen. This is what Watch Pitch is all about. We talk to entrepreneurs who have been super successful with their pitch and investors who have heard hundreds of deals before and who can tell us how to be the best when we're pitching. Our podcast is designed to give you more information, insight and inspiration about being an entrepreneur while empowering those investors. Our guest today is Dr. Erin Stefanacci and we met during the 1 million cups pitch event while we had our watch pitch pitch booth set up. She pitched at the event and won the June competition with most reviews and the highest score. Every month, we include for each of the winners a watch pitch podcast opportunity to talk more about their business and, of course, what's working and what needs to change about how they're growing their business. We had an inspired discussion with lots to learn and share. Let's get started. Aaron it's so great to do this interview and podcast with you after the watch pitch you know competition that we had back in June you were our very first uh, competition month winner oh uh, i didn't yeah, realize you did a great- that that's right yeah july we just had our we just finished up our july winners and the august competition is going on right now so
1: nice.
0: um, you did a great job do you want to give um listeners uh an idea about how you how you did so well with that uh what was a combination of things that really made that work
2: so that's that's a funny question i i'm very introverted actually and it takes (laughs) (laughs) it takes a lot for me to do things like that but um, um i opened up my own business about four months ago and so i made a promise to myself you know just get out there, do things that make you uncomfortable. And um, so we were at the One Million Cups event, yes, uh, right. which is where I met you. Uh-huh. Um, but I was invited to speak at that event, and public speaking is quite scary for me. And um, <laughs> you
0: and everybody else,
2: I know. But right. you know, like I said, I'm but still, even myself.
1: more. Yeah, right. yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so. You know, promised myself, I said yes. I said yes to the person who asked me to speak and, um, you know, got there and watch pitch was there. And Mm -hmm.
0: we had our pitch booth set up. Yes, yes,
2: it was, it was, it was pretty cool. It was Uh very cool. But um, somebody was there manning the booth and said, hey, just put your pitch, just let's just record your pitch real fast. I'm like, No, i I don't feel prepared for this and and then you know in the back of my mind i was just just do it you know it's okay if you look silly you know i didn't look silly but no not at all i think it was i i told myself just do it and so it was more relaxing for me i think that was the key Mm -hmm. you know i could just kind of speak no pressure you know, somebody was recording me. We went to a corner of the room that nobody was around. So it's
0: just... Uh-huh. Like, yeah. I can do this. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, what you're describing, I think um, I have seen is going on for hundreds of entrepreneurs who are out there who know this is really a good exercise. They're mm-hmm. actually really... Um, encouraged about the idea of actually getting capital from an investor mm-hmm. or getting some interest from um, right. investors who mm-hmm. actually will give them feedback at minimum. And then if they're really interested in investing, even better. Um, that momentum is something that we're also trying to figure out here at Watch Pitch because we know that they will do it in a, in a setting where it's already going on. You know, it's kind of right. in the air. And so these uh, yes. presentation opportunities like One Million Cups, where people are already in that, that spirit.
2: Right. You know, and
0: I, what I had said earlier in a, in a video promoting a pitch was um, that it's okay to make mistakes and erase it. It's just a video, so erase it and do it again. It's not right. like you only have one shot at this. You, you know, you can actually yeah. do another video and, and nail and it. And it's
2: funny that you say that because I've seen a couple of the other members, uh, Watch Pitch members, uh-huh. that put their pitch in during the same month that I put my pitch in, and I said, "You know how how's everything going?" Oh, I put my entry in for the Watch Pitch, but I took it down. I didn't like it. I'm like. Who cares? Just let it. Just
0: let it go. <laughs> well, or you know, they you can't actually just pull it and put another one up. You know, so that that's an option, but it is funny. I know. I've had a couple people where it's, you know, mm-hmm. it's up for a little while today and then I see it deleted and you know, I sent a little yep. email, "Hey guys, so what happened?" Yes. Oh, we didn't like it. We were so embarrassed and it was like, "You know what? Like investors are not looking at how comfortable you are. They're looking at, you know, why this passion of your business is speaking to Mm -hmm. you and that's that's what registers and that's what i think you did a great job of so yeah yeah well done thank you yeah sure well you know because uh you are the winner for the june watch pitch podcast Mm -hmm. and competition i would love to give you an opportunity and i've got a few questions but i also want to encourage you to also just jump in and contribute and speak to your business in ways that if I don't get to, I really want to encourage you to do that because sure. I think you're on in a leading edge space with regards to health. And mm-hmm. what I loved about your pitch that I want to encourage listeners to go and watch again um, is that you do have you know two different kinds of clients that come to you. And right. I love the fact, and it's so like my understanding is back you know, a thousand years ago, and even in some other countries to this day, we have a normal, healthy relationship with our doctor in a preventative right. capacity, even though nothing's wrong <laughs> with us. And we, mm-hmm. you know, we got this weird cultural practice in the West that just says, just come to me when you're sick. Yes. Yeah. So yes. talk about that a little bit, would you?
2: Yeah. So I encourage, you know, people that I meet in the community, as well as clients, you know, family members, friends of clients of mine now, um, you know, I encourage everyone to take a proactive approach instead of a reactive approach, which is, I think, what we've been conditioned towards in the conventional medical community. It's like, hey, you have this symptom, you need to go get some medication for that symptom, whereas it should be hey, I have no symptoms, let's go, you know, get this blood panel and make sure that I'm not going in the direction of having symptoms. Right. You know, because Mm. once those symptoms start to show, your body has already been in a place of imbalance. Mm -hmm. So if you can correct those imbalances before you... Start to show signs of those imbalances, then you're less likely to have disease later on. Um, is,
0: your, so, is your is your blood really the best kind of litmus test, or is it really like is that like What are some of the other ways you read someone's well being and health?
2: Yeah. So um, blood is a pretty is actually a pretty good way um, scientifically. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's a lot of markers that you can test for just to kind of see where somebody's at, Mm. but I also in my office use neurologically based muscle testing, which is basically, um, the person's body speaking to me through their muscles. Um, so it's a little, it's easier to experience in person. It is one of those things that's a little harder to explain, but basically you have everything is, everything in your body is ran through your brain. So, you know, everything that you're seeing right now is going into your brain and then your brain is telling you this is what you're seeing. So that's basically what I use somebody's muscles to tell me what's going on in the body.
0: Yeah, I think muscle testing is so cool. And I've I've experienced it numerous times with multiple practitioners. And I'm Mm -hmm. always amazed at how telling it is. It's like a a hack into a person's body. And you're just having this simple conversation with the brain. And I'm just asking (laughs) you some questions. (laughs) It's amazing.
2: Yeah, it's a wild thing. And, you know, people experience it and they're like, I don't know what you just did, but uh-huh. this is crazy.
1: Right. It's just
2: like
0: <laughs> it's, it's so one simple. of those things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right.
2: Yeah, it's it's cool. But um I use a lot of other testing in my office as well, you know. I do sure. the blood testing, stool tests, I do breath tests, dried gear analysis testing. So it's really specific to you know, I do have clients that come in with symptoms as well. So it would be specific to those symptoms. I see. I see. Which test to use.
0: So how did you how did you go down this path? Obviously, you're passionate about it. You've invested, I'm sure, years and years and years getting years, <laughs> years and years and years in, into this. And I would imagine after numerous years, you're either going to get closer to that passion or... You know, you're because you're, at that point, passion is what's fueling it. It's not anything else. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, tell me about that.
2: Yeah. Um, so I worked in a pharmacy for almost 10 years and um, I was going to go to pharmacy school. I took my PCATs, um, scored really well on the PCATs and I just something my gut was telling me, don't go to pharmacy school. Um, I kept seeing people come in, getting one medication, coming back, you know, three months later for another medication that, you know, was treating the symptoms of the first medication. Um, And not to say that there's not a place for modern medicine, um, but to the extent that we're using modern medicine today, I think it's just gotten a little past where we need to be so i kind of took a step back didn't go to pharmacy school i rethought you know what i i really didn't know what i wanted to do so i i thought i kept thinking on it It took me a couple years but i ended up deciding on chiropractic school And I had been seeing a chiropractor since I was 16, and not necessarily for back pain or neck pain, but just for general overall well-being. And so I applied to chiropractic school, got into chiropractic school. About halfway through chiropractic school, I was thinking to myself, I really don't see myself just adjust people all day, rack and crack. Like, that's not what I really wanted to be doing. Right, right. Um, I really was into science and physiology and biochemistry. That's what I enjoyed. Uh Uh, So I thought, halfway through chiropractic school, I thought about dropping out and going to med school. And then I, again, took a step back and I said, "Aaron, you got out of pharmacy because you didn't want to be part of that old medication and surgery. So I said, med school, that's what med school is about. So I stuck with chiropractic school and I ended, um, about two years before I graduated, uh, one of my, uh, docs, my, my case docs introduced me to functional medicine. So I kind of started researching it and it's funny because it's called functional medicine, but it really has a, a lot – really nothing to do with medicine. It's all about letting the body heal in a natural way. But anyways, I started researching functional medicine, and I was like, this is exactly what I want to be doing. It's all about how the body's working, what vitamins, what minerals work with the different pathways in the body, you know, how –
0: It's functional.
2: Right. How disease yeah, can be –
0: I had no idea. Huh. Yeah.
2: So it's all about how disease and symptoms can be prevented.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: like, let's take a proactive approach, which is something that I believed in, you know, um, from the beginning. Let's take a proactive approach to health. Right. Get things in a state of balance, like get those vitamin and mineral deficiencies, you know, taken care of. Get the inflammation in your body down. And inflammation is caused by so many different things that right. it's just about figuring out what. And I think it's something that conventional medicine really drops the ball on, mm-hmm. you know?
0: So in, in this functional medicine approach, do you see that there are any differences between... I know this is, this is a weird question, but maybe not. <laughs> um, that there's functional, there's functional medicine health... For men, that is different for women. Um, I mean, I know we're human bodies and right. we're pretty much the right. same, but we're not. And I I wonder if there's some nuances there that really are important to acknowledge.
2: You know, honestly, I love that question. I don't think it's weird at all.
0: Okay. Um, well, thanks. Phew.
2: So <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funny because technically we have the same physiology and the same biochemistry in the body but we're all so different and not even just keeping it between men and women but even women and women and men and men um you know i like to use the example a lot of people take supplements right (laughs) supplements are like a billion dollar industry um But let's say, for example, vitamin D, right? Mm. So you see this commercial on TV, you know, everyone's deficient in vitamin D, you should be taking vitamin D. But, you know, what if that symptom that you're experiencing, let's say, for instance, depression, you know, depression can be caused by vitamin D deficiency, or it can be also caused by disruptions in your gut microbiome, Mm. So it's about finding what's causing that symptom, whether it's the vitamin deficiency or whether it's a gut problem, Mm. you know, so not even just between women and men, but, you know, between each of us as individuals. Mm.
0: And you can't really get that baseline unless you do some kind of, all right, so where are you at? And then let's, let's look at sort of what the acceptable range is and and then go, okay, okay. I see. And I guess the muscle testing would also help kind of diagnose, okay, so you okay? Are you actually are you, you know, is this not I mean again, I don't know what the questions are necessarily, but it's pretty much yes and no is what I remember kind of thing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, so I do a little so I actually do a style of muscle testing called applied kinesiology, hmm. which is um so the mus there's a few different types of muscle testing. So there's more of an energetic type of muscle testing where you're asking the body questions, yes, no. Um I've seen some people hold like vials of supplements to
0: Oh right. Um, yeah. They're alert their patients. allergy testing I've seen do it. Yeah, yeah, like
2: stomachs and then muscle tests. So I actually get into the neurology of the body a little bit and take it out of the energetic aspect of the body. Mm. And I'm actually testing the body by putting supplements on the tongue, on the on my client's tongue. Wow. Because that actually stimulates a neurological response uh-huh. within the brain, hmm. which translates out to the muscle. I
1: see.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. So how many functional medical practitioners are there? Because this is the first introduction I've had, and
2: yeah. it's, it's <laughs> awesome. Yeah.
0: And makes so much sense and seems... You know, not as impactful. I just think the whole approach is so Mm -hmm. right now, um, Mm -hmm. as opposed to inheriting, you know, this vast history that's not all that great. Right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I know. know. Um, Honestly, there is probably more functional medicine docs than people realize. Um, People just don't know what to look for. Oh.
0: Um, and would you look under functional? Me- yeah, medical. So
2: professionals? I have. So as I'm located in Asheville, mm-hmm. uh, North Carolina, and so before I came to this area, I just wanted to see you know who's who's my competition. Sure. Um, and so I there's a lot of practitioners around this area that say that they're functional medicine, but I think their approach is an aspect of functional medicine and not fully embracing hmm. all the testing um, that goes along with functional medicine. Hmm. But um, true functional medicine practitioners, I think there is not enough of them.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> and is there an association? Do, do you like have colleagues that you get together with on occasion or conference, there, like an annual conference? or?
2: Yeah, there are annual conferences. Um, The biggest uh, functional medicine educator is the Institute of Functional Medicine, um, and they do have conferences, get-togethers throughout the year at various locations. I see, I see, Mm -hmm. great.
0: And so, because you are obviously in business for yourself, and um, you're, you're in this kind of new space, so I would consider you an active entrepreneur and start mm-hmm. startup. Um, oh, definitely. <laughs> yes. Um, so what have been some of the things that have really worked for you and what have been some of the things that you have needed to pivot on uh, because they just haven't worked out? I think that would really help all of the listeners who are entrepreneurs. Yeah.
2: Um, so what's really worked for me, and I think it might be because of the industry i'm in you know people want to trust their doctor so for me it's about establishing that trust and that means getting out in the community talking to people face to face no one wants to you know have a doctor that's behind the screen all the time and not getting out there not gaining trust that's true. so for me it's about getting out there talking to people making connections in the community um but that has been awesome for me
0: huh. go figure yeah a, a, yes. a, an introvert look at that yeah,
2: it's it's funny how the universe works right it's like hey you don't like getting out there well i'm gonna make you get out
1: there
2: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's been really good for me and um just educating about functional medicine because, like yourself, many people have not heard about functional medicine. Mm-hmm. But when they understand what it is, they're like, "Oh my gosh, I need to come see you. I want what you're offering." Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's the education aspect of it as well.
0: And what has been your approach with the education uh, strategy?
2: Mm-hmm. So,
0: and by the way, I love your website uh thank it's you. beautiful it's got easy flow easy navigation
2: thank yeah, you that's really I actually cool. just I actually just had my website redone <laughs> yeah
0: well it's impressive you did a good job yeah
2: thank you yeah. um <clears throat> so, oh and by the way
0: for listeners we'll do it again at the end but what, what is your website
2: oh com. great and that's holistic.
0: holistic
2: holistic with an h right Leave out the not W. The w. Yes. Got
0: <laughs> Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. All
2: right. Um, so education, back to that question, it's not only about education of what functional medicine is, but education of what I, as a practitioner, what I know. So, you know, there's going to be some – things that I'm not going to be able to help with. As a functional medicine practitioner, you're going to need conventional medicine. Like, for instance, um, if you have cancer, and I, I've, had, I've had that phone call with someone. Um, they were diagnosed with cancer and they wanted to come see me. They had quite an aggressive form of cancer. And um, whereas I do know some approaches to assist with you know getting rid of cancer i cannot make that promise you know sure um god i don't think anybody can right right. yeah conventional medicine is probably especially with an aggressive form of cancer you need to be super aggressive with it so in that particular instance i had to kind of be like right now i don't know if i'm the best person for you to come that's so honest
1: that's great yeah Mm
2: -hmm. so um you know i wasn't able to help that person but you know just knowing what where my limitations are and and making sure that other people know where my limitations are as a practitioner and what i'm doing here i see you know Mm -hmm.
0: so in uh going just back a teeny bit to some of the things that have worked well is getting out in the community and, and, and creating relationship with people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great to put a, a face on what it is that you do and then be able to be in a conversation. What are you doing, you know, if you can't be there, um, to do that? Uh, do you have any other functional medicine ambassadors, if you will, that <laughs> help help you do that? Or t- tell me a little so, bit about that. Yeah.
2: So... Because, like I said, I've been four months in business. Yeah, sure, so I know. It's very new. Um, yeah. No, no, no. You're fine. Okay. But so, one of the things I'm working on right now is um, relationships within the community that I can refer people to. Ah. Oh. Um, what would that look and like? And so, actually, I, you know, by I have a doctorate in chiropractic. <laughs> And so, I actually don't really adjust in my office. I don't use that part of my education very often. Uh, I do have the ability to, but um, I prefer to do what I'm doing uh, right now. So, I have relationships with other chiropractors in the community. You know, they are they're able to refer some of their clients to me that aren't with conditions that aren't being addressed solely through chiropractic care, and then. I'm able to send people to them as well for people who need more of a consistent chiropractic visit. I see. Hmm. So yes.
0: referrals. Yeah. The, I, yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I'm aware of integrated medicine as a mm-hmm. practice. And, and I know I, I think integrated medicine practitioners are MDs. Are they MDs? Yeah, they are. So, yeah. so that would be a distinguishing feature. Uh, I I know a few integrated medicine uh, docs in town, mm-hmm. really great humans, and they've mm-hmm. got a really broad spectrum. I think that one of the things that I'm aware of is that they are also very committed to this path of, you know, blood testing, you know, fluid mm-hmm. analysis, stool analysis, mm-hmm. to really get under the the hood with regards to people's health. I think and they're doing it in, in a much more proactive way, like you said. Right. You know, as opposed to waiting for, you know, some disease to show up. And, mm-hmm. and now, now they're doing damage control as opposed to health right. management.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. How, how do you distinguish
0: uh, yourself with those integrated medicine practitioners and functional medicine practitioners?
2: So, um, in... Integrative medicine and functional medicine are essentially the same thing. They are, um, it's, yeah. Mm. It's it's basically how someone's phrasing it. Um, there's uh, really not a lot of difference. Um, some of the docs in town, when you know, when you say when they say integrative medicine, they might be more apt to prescribe medication. Yeah. Whereas functional medicine, it's going to take every approach possible to never do any medication. I see. I see. And then as a last resort, medication might need to be used. I see. Whereas, like I said, the integrative medicine, I think those practitioners, they hold medication a little bit higher on what they utilize as their approach.
0: I see. I see. Uh, yeah, because what I've noticed is in a lot of those offices, they'll have a ton of supplements in there. Mm-hmm. And so there's a, you know, that that seems to be part of the equation, which is all good. I mean, they're all really great products for mm-hmm. the most part. So um, I definitely understand that need to, to supplement once you've identified that need. Sure, um, yeah. And, and I guess there yeah. are things in our food that, Um, could be better and that we can access Mm -hmm. more efficiently through
2: supplements. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, supplements are a big thing in the functional medicine world and the integrative world. Okay, great. So both of those uh, different, you know, they're essentially very, very similar, but both of those approaches use supplements. The
0: the other thing I'm personally just Uh, Enamored by and inspired by is this approach to medicine that allows for the self-healing mechanism of our bodies to just Mm -hmm. do its magic, to do its thing. I mean, Mm -hmm. you, you you think about that. Cut on your finger, and if you keep it clean, it's gonna freaking heal, and you'll be on your way in a matter of days. And so, like, we've got this this intelligence already. I know I'm kind of preaching to the choir here, but I also (laughs) no, it's but it's
2: awesome that you're saying that because um, you know that's something I heard every single day Mm -hmm. in chiropractic school, and you get out in you know out of your little bubble. You know, where everyone is thinking the same as you. And um, you're like, your body has the ability to heal itself. You just sometimes have to give it a, a chance
1: nudge. to do yeah, that. Sure.
2: So it's cool to hear you say that. Yeah. And I didn't even have to say anything
1: to
0: you. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I'm, I'm a total believer for sure. And
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I, I, I also, you know, I'm a big believer of synchronicity and running into people at the right time and oh, I, yeah. I think our bodies are always communicating with the universe with the world around mm-hmm. us and mm-hmm. you know it's porous you, you know right. what people say there's actually more space between our cells than our cells are in terms of <laughs> density I don't know what the but anyways yeah. the whole point is we're porous and right. so as we you know, move through our day, as we move through our thinking, as we move through the actions that we take or the actions that we don't take, um, we end up being in relationship anyways with our health, uh, all the time. So how awesome to have uh, a resource like yourself in the community, um, and to be able to access you and, and what it is that you do to sort of help us get clearer, about our health, and uh, I, I think there's probably nothing more reassuring than when you uh, hear from somebody, or it's reflected back to you that, "Hey, you know what? You're doing great. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, all right." So, I mean, I think everybody knows. Yeah, I'd like to be in a little better shape, or yeah. you know, I, I'd love to be a little bouncier, or whatever. But mm-hmm. you know, I've got something that's slowing me down, and how awesome to be able to to reach out and go. Hey, I think I've lost my edge a little bit. Can you mm-hmm. can you help me with that? That would be yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah,
0: yep. Cool.
2: It's cool. It's nice. really cool.
0: So, uh, for the watch pitch listeners, uh, if there is anything you would like to add in terms of um, inspiring other entrepreneurs, uh, wh- is there anything that that we've missed that you'd really like to give them some reassurances about?
2: Inspiring. I say, you know, don't let the thoughts in your head get to you, you know, because even myself, it's, it's a hard road. It's, you know, you got to push past your doubts and your fears and you're going to hear some no's, you know, you're not, not everything's going to be a yes. Not everything is going to be, hey, that worked out perfectly. Almost nothing works out perfectly,
0: <laughs> Darn it. but just,
2: but just keep going. Mm. Um, and you know, I'm still, I'm still new and I learn something every day and I'm just having fun with it. I love it. Um, I don't have a lot of business background, so it's been super interesting mm. learning business aspects of, you know, the side of things, but, um, I love it. I have fun.
0: How are you learning? What, what is your learning process?
2: Lots of research. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, if I have a question, I have people that I can, you know, I ask uh-huh. people who I look up to. Uh-huh. Um, lots of research. I mean, the Internet has a ton of stuff out there, whether you believe it or not. You know, you know, take take what you want from the Internet and then have your sources outside the Internet to kind of hey, is this correct? Is this accurate?
1: Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of how I've been doing it. I, for some things, I have hired some lawyers to look into some detail stuff. Sure. But, um, you know, it's, that's mainly how I've been doing it. Nice. Yeah.
0: And then uh, the, the last thing I'd love to ask is, when you are kind of frustrated and you get a string of no's or, gosh, it's mm-hmm. just not working out the way... I envisioned it. What are maybe three things you like to do to kind of refresh and get back into that sort of yes mode?
2: Yeah. So I typically when that happens, I take a whole day off. <laughs> I just put everything down. I back away. I get out in nature, go running or hiking, biking, Um I go back to what I've enjoyed for many, many years and just reset. Um, nice. And then I – another thing I do is think about my why. Like, why did I do this in the first place? You know, it's it's easy to give up and quit when you forget why you started doing what you're doing. Um, so – That is two main things that I do.
1: Yeah, that's great.
2: Yeah. And sometimes I have a glass of wine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Good Chardonnay or what's the preference?
2: Uh, Right now, I like my Malbec.
0: You like it? Yeah, right. Nice. Cool.
2: I love a nice Malbec.
0: Right, right. It's a great way to finish a day for sure. Yeah. Well, gosh, Erin, thank you so much for this time together. This was super fun, and um, I I will definitely have notes uh, with regards to uh, how people can find out more about you. But um, just for one last time, where can people learn more about functional medicine and your practice in the southeast region of Asheville?
2: Yes. Uh, Go to my website, Carolina Holistic with an H. Holistichealth.com.
0: Excellent. Aaron, and congratulations again on being the Watch Pitch Tune Competition winner. And Thank you. It's been super fun. Thank you.
2: Yes. I'll see you around. All
0: right. Cheers. And the Watch Pitch podcast would not be possible without our sponsors. We have two of them. Techstars, Techstars is the worldwide network that helps entrepreneurs succeed with over 4,000 events in over 150 countries. Techstars alumni clock in at over 300,000 participants. And from Palo Alto Software, LivePlan is the world's leading business plan software built for entrepreneurs like you. Pitch, plan and track your business anywhere. Now with over 500,000 small business customers. Learn from Dr. Aaron Stefanacci what functional medicine is and how great it is to look at our health, not only when we're not feeling so great, but also when we are. The importance of tenacity and courage and putting yourself out there even when you're an introvert. And when building your business, the importance of taking a break, a day off, a good walk in nature, and perhaps even a glass of Malbec. Thank you for listening to our Watch Pitch podcast. Please give us an awesome review in the iTunes store or wherever you downloaded this podcast from. We appreciate your appreciation. There are also some other great past interviews. Subscribe and don't miss out on our next inspired conversation. We can also be found and welcome your comments and following on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn. And we welcome your great ideas, especially for amazing guests like the one you just heard. And if you haven't already, be sure to visit the Apple App Store and download the watch Pitch app. Get coached with lots of tips and support to get started. Create and post your pitch with investors ready to watch and offer you stellar feedback as just a start. Thank you once again for visiting and listening to now your Watch Pitch podcast.